0: Welcome to another Art of Relationships podcast. We are grateful for listeners like you. Let's get right into it.
1: Okay, welcome back to The Art of Relationships. We are so glad to be back with you. I'm Elisa Grace, and I'm here with my husband, Dr. Chris Grace. And we are the co-directors of the Biola University Center for Marriage and Relationships. So we've been at this marriage thing for a long time now, and uh, we're just excited to be here with you today.
0: Yeah, so at least let's do this. Let's take a couple of questions. We always have people submitting them, whether they're at conferences or whether they submit them on our website or whether we see them in person and they say, Mm -hmm. hey, cover this on your blog. So um, maybe you can start with one that caught your fancy. How about that? I love
1: that. Okay, Okay. you ready? Mm. Okay. So this uh, woman wrote in and said, is it okay for a spouse to have a passcode on their phone?
0: Um, do they mean – you mean to have a passcode that's to block you, from, the other person from it? What is the intent of
1: – Well, I think just a, is it okay for them to have something that, that, I guess, keeps you from having access to their phone? Which, actually, there's a second question that maybe even would ask this even better, okay. and it's this. If someone isn't having an affair – why will they delete their conversation or calls with a particular person their spouse has questions or doubts about? Oh
0: dear, yeah. So
1: maybe those two were sent in by the same person. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, man, top, good questions. Uh, let's just start with what is a marriage and what is what does it mean to be upfront, open with your spouse? Are there things that you can keep from them or should keep from them? Or are we to share everything with our spouse and be willing to share everything and anything? Mm. And and maybe there's different philosophies on this, right? I mean, some people might say, no, everything that goes on, you have access to, you should know. But that's our marriage. Our relationship Mm -hmm. is, if you want to look at my phone, use my phone, take it, put your own passcode on Mm it, look at any conversation. It's yours to do that. Now, that's, that's the way we run our relationship. I guess there could be things that, you know, for some, but but at least not everything. And let's take some exceptions to that. If I have a conversation uh, with a student or somebody who comes in for counseling or advice, and there's obviously confidentiality and Mm -hmm. privacy and those things I don't keep on my phone anyway, you know, they're conversations, but... You know, I and I and I could say, Gosh, I met this person today, I won't tell you their name or you know, but they're struggling with X, Y, or Z and you know, keeping things so that you will never figure out who it is. Mm-hmm. Now, that's appropriate. Mm-hmm. Now And that's the way we run our marriage. And so there are some exceptions to this general rule, right? I mean, some people are therapists or some people are pastors or some people Mm -hmm. are doctors and they hear things that they're not going to share with their spouse now. That's very different Mm -hmm. than me having a conversation that's not related to confidentiality. It's not related to a, a lawyer client mm-hmm. privilege. It's more just a friendship that I have with somebody that I maybe don't want you to know how I'm interacting mm-hmm. with them. Or I a think.
1: coworker or a coworker.
0: Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. now we could hide it in terms of, oh, but it's a coworker you know in a legal profession. it's a co-worker in the medical field. It's a co-worker in therapy or counseling and we're ta- like, well, hold on here.
1: So, that's very narrow, though. Mm-hmm. Most people aren't in those professions. Yeah, and
0: I think that's exactly right. So how would you answer the question? Um, I think, at least I would start like this. I would say, you, in your marriage, one of the dangers is when uh, we are called to leave and cleave and to become emotionally connected is if that connection at any point begins to separate by me forming a relationship or a connection with somebody else. Now... I think it's usually somebody else of the opposite sex, that mm-hmm. is, and, and there are exceptions to that as well. But right. but, but suppose, I mean, if I have friends, I could get overly connected to the, my guy friends and we could go golfing all the time or play baseball or, you know, play in a softball league or whatever I have done in the past. And that could become a place to escape the opportunity or the, uh, mm-hmm. you know, opportunities to be more with, you know, you. Right. right. But I think we're now probably all thinking about that one thing, and that's starting an emotional connection or a friendship with somebody of the opposite sex while we're married that becomes more than just a friendship. And sometimes it seems like people might want to hide that from their spouse because, well, obviously there's reason to hide it because Mm -hmm. I'm starting to form a bond with them.
1: Yeah. So I think bottom line is you should be able to have each other's passcodes. Mm-hmm. You should trust each other enough that you don't have to read their phone, mm-hmm. their messages, their email. But yet, if you've ever felt like you needed to, you would be able to be an open book. Mm-hmm. So if for some reason you were like, hey, you know, what is all this about? And it's like, hey, here's my phone. Check it out. That's, you know. You're free to look at whatever's on my phone. You're free to read any of my emails. That's fine. And, uh, and here's my passcode. You can have it. You shouldn't really have something to hide. And if someone is hiding, like what she says, why are they deleting their conversations and phone calls with a particular person that I have questions about? Well, where there's smoke, there's probably fire.
0: Yeah, I, I think so too. I think the other person can also, it, let, let's suppose, let's just suppose that they are guilty of establishing a too intimate relationship with somebody that's inappropriate mm-hmm. emotionally and, they, and they, they have conversations and they don't want the other person to hear how often or what they talk about or mm. who they're talking to and so they're mm-hmm. deleting him. I think that person can oftentimes play the "well, don't you trust me" card. You need yes. to trust me. This is to what... hide behind us. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and I think we have to be very careful there, that um, that when we begin. So, so if the person is guilty, you really do need. If this is you, man, you're going to need to establish a way in which you understand that making a friendship and an emotional connection with somebody else is violating what this agreement that we have and this connection what thing we call marriage. And it's Mm -hmm. a covenantal vow. It's a Mm -hmm. vow to say, I love you, um, you know, till death do us part. And if I connect with somebody else, you're beginning to violate that covenant, that relationship. Mm at least i think that's it, it's pretty clear in marriage that you know most married couples ought to have that freedom and ought to know and, and unfortunately we can hide things right mm-hmm. and and maybe it's not just a conversation maybe it's activity on the web maybe it's activity that ah uh, you don't want me to know about because mm-hmm. you're off doing something that's not appropriate and you're hiding that and mm-hmm. And I think that's where support groups might come in if let's say the person has a porn habit, a porn Mm -hmm. addiction, or just a you know, they're constantly looking at that and they're trying to fight that and they don't want their spouse to figure it out or they Mm -hmm. want they you know, they're having shame. Well The problem isn't necessarily that, well, it is that you're hiding it, but the second thing is that it can lead to even further disconnect, not just from your relationships, but it Mm -hmm. could lead to other types of sexual sin in which you're going out and now finding other people more attractive than your spouse. and. It, it can lead to all kinds of things, emotional affairs at work. It could lead mm-hmm. to finding somebody else that you're attracted to. It, 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 you know, it could be, you know, prostitutes. It could be all kinds of things.
1: Right. That's a, yeah, I, I completely agree. So maybe the, the attitude that as spouses that we need to have is instead of saying is, do I have a right to check your phone? Is that instead of, instead of me having to ask that, I should be willing to make the statement of, hey, Chris, you have the right to check my phone whenever you want. Yeah, I'm an open book. And instead of demanding it from you, you should be willing to extend that same right to me as spouses. Yeah,
0: and I think you probably set those ground rules.
1: Because then that establishes that there's trust. And the first thing I say is, oh. Well, I don't need to check your phone. You're really open. That that's a form of establishing trust. Yeah. It's when you start to hide it and when you get closed off that trust becomes an issue and the other person's going to become more insecure.
0: Yeah, and and no, I think that's right. And and I think each couple needs to figure this out for themselves how much, you know, they trust and how much they hold things loosely and and available and and and, and sometimes at least we can also put in place Another person. Mm -hmm. So, for example, suppose I might have a personal struggle. I think a lot of men can relate to this. Um, Suppose the the husband or the wife, the male or the female, struggle with purity, emotional thoughts, um, or or keeping their eyes pure, or or let's say it's pornography. I think not just letting you or that my spouse have access to my w- browsing and what I do, mm-hmm. and 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 having that browser available at all times, um, and it's also. F- Probably having somebody in there that can also keep me accountable as a guy friend, a, mm. a small group of community mm-hmm. who, who maybe struggle in the same way. And you're like Chris. Are you following up with, yeah. you know, this person? Are you are you connecting with them so that they can help you as well? Are you you know, is it? Do you have covenant eyes, and so that your friend can call mm-hmm. you up at any time and say, Hey,
1: accountability. I, I
0: noticed mm-hmm. on your account you're doing this X, Y, and Z. And we talked about accountability. What's going on with you? Mm-hmm. And so that can be somebody else other than the spouse if it comes to something like accountability. I but like you that. would still have that access, but you also know that I'm trying to be with another person uh, and being accountable.
1: Great. So let me okay. try another
0: one the same topic, but now you are dating. You're dating somebody and you're getting Ooh. serious. Would you give them your phone and your passcode? When you're dating, I think a lot of people do this. They say, okay, here, you can go look and you can look at my Instagram. Here's my, here is my Instagram
1: password.
0: And we're really, yeah, I I think you and I both are on the same page with this that I don't think there's any good time while you're dating to allow the other person that type of access to either your passcodes, your phone Mm -hmm. at any time. Um, And if
1: they feel insecure without it. Then you've got bigger issues that would need to be addressed.
0: Yeah, but is it just is it easy enough just to say don't do it, or is there more to it? Is it more complex than that? And mm-hmm. sh- should you ever like, what if you're really, really good friends and you're really about to get maybe in de- engaged, and mm-hmm. you know they want to know, hey, are you my good friend, or mm-hmm. are we, am I the only one? And I think you're right, Lisa. If there's a struggle in this area, mm, there might be a bigger conversation to mm-hmm. have about. commitment, insecurity, Mm -hmm. things like that. So I I think the general notion is, man, I just wouldn't, I I would just say, buddy, this, I'm sorry. You know, we're in a good dating relationship. You know, maybe at least they also kind of related is to maybe they don't like the posts that you're doing or, you know, they wonder, gosh, who are you commenting on or who are you -hmm. having a conversation with? And I I think that's also where we have to kind of be honest with ourselves. What am I, am I, Playing around here, you know? Mm-hmm. Do I have different people? Am I, you know, keeping a relationship here hidden mm-hmm. from this person that I'm developing a deeper friendship with? And what am I doing? Am I yeah. manipulating them emotionally? Mm-hmm. And maybe they're sensing that, and they want to see my phone because I'm not being, you know, upfront mm-hmm. about some no. things.
1: Well, there's also the issue of. When you're dating, you're not in a covenant relationship. This a dating relationship is still a, a time to be evaluative.
0: Yeah, it's contract contractual. Yes,
1: yeah, so it's I love you if. And that you're always assessing, is this other person a good match? What is their character? What are their values? Is it someone that I can truly trust? And as your relationship progresses, as you get more and more serious, you become more committed. And, you know, after that commitment of maybe engagement, then perhaps you do that. But otherwise, you run the risk of breaking up, and then that person has all the, all accessibility to your private information. They can get on, on your social media and post crazy things under your name. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can really wreak havoc. And so you have to be very careful in a dating relationship.
0: I agree. I, I I think the best advice is this. If somebody tries to shame you into this, say, but if you really like me, oh, but we're dating. Or why would you listen? What are we, you hiding? Yeah. What are you hiding? And, we, you know, we've been together for a whole one month. I should know everything. For <laughs> six months. Yeah. I should know everything that's going on in your world and, in, and you know, and who you who are you texting with? Or, you know, who are you sitting there, you know, playing Snapchat with and doing all these other things with? I should know that and be able to log in at any time. I think the answer is no, you're not. And no, mm-hmm. you shouldn't. And this is called a boundary. And mm-hmm. we are good friends and we're dating and you're going to have to trust me. And if you don't, too bad. And you mm-hmm. need to mm-hmm. look at yourself. If you are out there doing other things yeah. with other people, holding on to two different or three different relationships, Yeah, you're not being fair and honest and truthful. That's and a great point. they're probably reading that.
1: Yeah. Am I willing to let them get on my phone and live? That's well, a great point.
0: I think that's an... Awesome question and answer, and what we're going to call just a real quick way of doing a podcast on a topic of passcodes, right? And mm-hmm. should we allow it? And I think it differs least between being married, mm-hmm. uh, you know, what the the level of your relationship commitment, mm-hmm. and, and then your history, and your history, and then just in some general principles. In today's age, man, I think you have to be very careful with that. So fun yep. podcast for the topic. Yeah, All thanks
1: right. for asking. Bye, yep. bye.
0: Thanks for listening to The Art of Relationships, this podcast is only made possible through generous donations from listeners just like you. If you like it and want to help keep the podcast going, visit our website at cmr.biola.edu and make a donation today.